0: Good morning sports fans. Mike Indolfo here from the Weekend Sports Buzz. We got special editions of the Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm joined by Brian the Insider. Brian, how's it going? Good morning, Mike. Boy, this is exciting. Looking forward to this. And for the second year in a row, we are live from the backside of Churchill Dam. Uh, it, this week has been perfect. I mean, there's no
1: other way to put it. Yet. Oh, boy, I tell you what. Uh, rained a little bit yesterday on me out the track. I actually saw some, uh, some almost like snowflakes. Uh, very unusual burst, but uh, you're right. And uh, man, what a what a busy day out here yesterday or Thursday was packed. Well, yeah,
0: I was I've been amazed. I mean, uh, the crowds, and the, we'll go straight into this, I guess. But Wednesday, I thought the crowd was amazing. Were you out here Wednesday?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. For a Wednesday,
0: yeah. I oh, thought it was oh. unreal. Yesterday, I mean, I, they had to easily
1: have. You know, uh, forty thousand people. Oh, maybe. every bed of forty. It it uh, it was. Re- I was all around the track yesterday. At about every area you could be in, and it was full. The paddock was paddock. Tough to get a drink too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do know that. But uh, fortunately, I was able to fight my way through those lines.
0: And then, and that's what's really kind of cool about this week, is that uh, the different experiences you can get. You know, I love being back here on the backside. Today and tomorrow on the backside is like one big party it 's almost like a celebration of everything of horse people in general of all from anyone to the people who work in the barns to the connections all the way up They, they put out lawn chairs and they, they got picnic tables everywhere and it 's really a very festive atmosphere.
1: Oh, I tell you it was a, I was out here Wednesday morning, and uh, I was fortunate enough to get right next to Dortman and American Faro. And man, I tell you what uh, my mom uh, emailed me and said, "I bet you're having fun down there." I said, "Mom, I now know what heaven's like because I mean, just standing there and seeing the excitement it was uh, it was really and, and for those of you who have not seen Dortmund, let me ju- i don't know how he's going to run, but he is a physically imposing specimen, and uh, I haven't seen anything like that in all my years of. Uh, watching the horses
0: and then when you also look at pharaoh i mean you look at american pharaoh and it's exactly what a racehorse is supposed oh, to look like
1: just a muscle ball yeah I mean, he's just uh muscled out and uh i tell you what he a very uh uh he looks like you're right mike you told me the other day that that is what a racehorse should look like and uh and boy he moves so fluidly uh very impressive and and so um you know there's
0: been a lot of discussion about how deep this this derby field is we had a little bit of derby news yesterday with uh with Stanford dropping out of the race really for no real reason except they kind of want to gear up I think are they aiming for the Belmont Stakes
1: I guess but if you look if you study Stanford's number uh numbers I was I, he, they did the right thing the only thing they could have done better was never enter them so that they uh, would have allowed another horse to have a fair shot to get in but save
0: so, yourself $25,000 Yeah
1: that's right they do mean, lose that don't they They
0: lose they they uh they they lost $25,000 to enter, but then it's another $25,000 to start. So uh, they spent twenty-five instead of fifty. I guess is a good way of looking at it. But they could have been yeah. out of here for nothing if you weren't going to run. The horse didn't, wasn't injured. No. I mean, we're not talking about it. They just uh, decided that it wasn't the right thing to run. That puts Fermento in the 20 spot. Mm. Moves everyone down because uh, Stanford was set to go at the 11. The big news there, American Pharaoh goes into the dreaded seventeen.
1: Never, no Derby winner has ever come out of the 17 hole, uh, so that's a jinx that uh, Mr. Bafford probably doesn't enjoy us hearing. But Mike, I think you've got some real breaking news uh, that you want to drop on us. I have not heard this. And well,
0: I don't know if I'm I'm ready to yet. Oh, I don't All think right. it's been confirmed just, or okay. not. Well, I mean, let's just put it out this way: I, I would not be betting on El Cabir or International Stardom to,
1: to even get into the gate.
0: Well, I don't know. I got gotcha. I gotcha. you. They, they could be there. They might not be. Uh, I, I think both of them right now would not be horses that I would uh, I'd put money on if they were there. Let's
1: you know, El Kabir's that that's a kind of a wise guy's choice too. I yeah. Mean, uh, I studied the third graph numbers and he's had some very impressive numbers. And uh, quite honestly, when I saw him on the track Wednesday morning, I was not that impressed with him. Uh, he is a gray horse, uh, but uh, that would be a big shocker because he uh, he is going to take some money. Although I think he's going off in the thirty morning, to one 30 in the morning line. Yeah. So. Uh, so the yeah uh,
0: the, uh, the uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. I don't think anything was official yet. It definitely did not happen before uh, the 9 a.m. deadline that would get Taylor Verve in the race. So uh,
1: you know, uh, weird things always happen after we had that post. But International Star, Mike, uh, that is a that is another wise guy horse. I mean, that is the horse that dominated the uh, three reps, the three prep races at the fairgrounds, and of uh, course is owned by longtime. Thoroughbred owner, the Ramses, the Ramses yeah. and, and out of you know, a derby winner in fupei so uh, Fushiyashi Pegasus. So uh, that would be a huge defection there. You know, uh, and this year especially, I'm
0: going off more of what I, what I see and what I've observed more than what I am studying up and, and going from. But I'm, I wasn't a big fan of their decision to stable him off-site.
1: I agree. Uh, And uh, so he's actually not even at Churchill Downs. He's he's down the road off Buffalo Road. Yeah, I can understand if you're shipping in from San Anita or something, but when you're uh, just on the other side of the Watterson uh, here in Louisville, uh, get your horse over to the surface. I know it's a similar surface. I even notice now they're calling it the Churchill Training Center, which is kind of new, but... uh, Instead of trackside. Get it over, get the horse over here and let it get used to the attention. You know, interestingly, I watched Dortmund get saddled. I don't know if you saw this, Mike, where they're going to saddle Dortmund not in the traditional... I guess he's so big when they got him over to practice into the the normal saddling area, it was too small an area, and he really got rambunctious. And uh, so they're going to saddle him in the hall there, just kind of outside of the uh, traditional saddling area. Which is not a good sign for, for Dortmund if they can't if they've got to make a, a concession as to where they're going to saddle him uh, he, and he he really did I watched the video the, and, and he he really got worked up Wow
0: yeah that's that's always a concern because they got to handle a crowd of, and look, that, that's the perfect segue into what I'll talk to you right before we go to the break uh, We are probably on the verge of seeing especially if you take the two days of monster attendance records. It's, is there a possible a possibility that
1: the two days combined that we hit 300,000 people? Oh, I think it's a great possibility. Uh, I can tell you because I'm still looking for derby tickets for Saturday. They are very, very difficult. I've never seen such a tough. And the prices, and it is uh, it is very, very uh, – and the weather is just playing out perfect. 75 and sunny tomorrow, oh. partly cloudy. I mean, it's 72 and sunny
0: today. Yeah, I mean, you could see – we, we've never, I don't think we've ever hit that $170,000 $170, no. uh, number in attendance. It's been in the 165 range. I think tomorrow we could hit 170, and you could hit 120 to 130 today. Uh, that would be an incredible two days of racing, a lot of money being flowing out, and what's kind of a throwback weekend. The one time in, in my lifetime that I can remember that horse racing and boxing kind of, uh, it's a throwback to the 50s. Yeah. Horse racing and boxing taking all the storylines.
1: i got another storyline for you. They, they're calling this the, uh, uh, the, the, the fight before the fight. We've got the seventh game of the Spurs and the, the Clippers oh, yeah. tomorrow at 8 Absolutely. o'clock. Absolutely. So we got the Derby. The seventh game of the, uh, on the undercard uh, is the Spurs and Clippers game. Yeah, that, exactly. So
0: we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and when we get back, it's all about the Oaks. We're going we're gonna to preview the Oaks. We're going to let you know what we feel, talk about what a, just a great day of 2 races of racing we have, and uh, we will be right back on 1450 The Sports Bus. Mike Gandolfo back here on 1450, the Sports Buzz, a special edition of the Weekend Sports Buzz. Myself and uh, Brian, the insider, are back on the backside of Churchill Downs and uh, enjoying just a, an unbelievable day weather-wise. I mean, this is like truly out of, uh, you know, God definitely made this day. Oh, I, I mean, tell this you, this <laughs> is, perfect. is
1: nice. I'm going to stay here the rest of the week. Uh,
0: so, uh, you know, the Derby and the Oaks get a lot of attention as being the two big races today yeah. and tomorrow. These two days, though, are really kind of uh, Breeders' Cup-esque in some ways with the number of stakes races that we have that are going to be going off. I mean, it's, it's a big number. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I to, is it around 11?
1: Well, there's five There's five stakes races today, yeah. And I think and, there's
0: seven tomorrow, so yeah, it might be 12. And, and,
1: and you know the, the really nice thing, Mike, and I, I love Churchill Downs and I love coming to the Oaks and Derby. One thing I have been critical of in the last four or five years were the short fields and the scratches on both Oaks and Derby's days. And so far... I've got to say, on these undercard races, th- this is the best and, and the most horses I've seen, which sets up for some real nice wagering opportunities. But uh, hats off to Ben in the, uh, the, the, in the in the office there. He did a nice job of filling up these races, and I think, uh, I think the average better is really going to like uh, the – the, how many horses are in these races?
0: Yeah, we got a, just you know huge fields. I mean, and we've been used to coming out here and like seeing six or seven horses, and now you got ten to twelve, ten to fourteen, and uh, it's it's going to be great. So let's go straight into the the main event for today, the 11th race, the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, the Derby has been mentioned about how deep this field is. This Oaks field is the is very similar. We have not had a full Oaks field in a long time, and uh, we have a 14 horse field and. We have some really talented fillies, even though Take Charge Brandy is not, is not here. Of course, she was more on the Derby Trail than it was on the Oaks Trail. Yeah, anyway. yeah. She,
1: was, she was the head of the class. But let's start right with the favorite, who I, I, I really have as my favorite, and that's Stellar Wind. Out of Curlin uh, has done nothing wrong, uh, lost her maiden uh, first time out, but then has won her last three, all by very convincing uh, margins. Santa Anita Oaks uh, comes in, Victor Espinoza. 7-2 to morning line. I've got to start there, Mike. That's got to be, in my opinion, stellar wind. But you brought up an interesting point to me earlier. Where is she? Has I, anybody spotted her?
0: Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, I've been out here now. This is, I think, my eighth day out here in the morning, and I have not seen this horse. So, um, and she's the only horse I can really say that I don't remember seeing on the track. And I don't know if they're uh, training her at odd hours or, or what, but, um, yeah, stellar wind really good in her last three races very consistent on her speed figures you know anywhere from 95 to 99 uh, you know definitely is going to be a horse to take up for consideration
1: yeah i think that's going to be your favorite condo commando has got to be considered the only filly in the race that has already won a mile and an eighth twice in both in winning efforts has lost one time but has i mean really has some very convincing wins at a tis wonderful Gets the services of Joel Rosario, uh, so uh, I've got to go Condo Commando too. But after that, uh, I really think you've got and there's no way you can bet this race and leave uh, Larry Jones out with his two. He's the Oaks specialist and he has two wonderful Oaks contenders. And I'm a Chatterbox and Lovely Maria, and both of those really look like they're coming into the race very, very good. And uh, I, you can't leave those horses off your ticket. Uh, what do you think about the Larry Jones entry?
0: I really, I've really liked what I've seen out of I'm a Chatterbox on the track this week. I think, uh, of course, she's got a G on her uh, silk, which also helps my cause a little bit. You know, she, it's nice that she's carrying the Gandolfo name. Oh yeah, and, yeah that's
1: nice. I'm a Chatterbox. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm a Chatterbox has looked really good on the on the track. Uh, lovely Maria, you've got to respect because Brereton Jones obviously bred this horse, and if he bred this horse and said, you know what, I think I'm going to buy
1: this one. You know, that he might know a little something about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and what, a, what a convincing win in the Ashland over at Keeneland, the grade one Ashland. Lovely Maria, three-and-a-half-length winner. I mean, very impressive coming into this race very well. I would not be surprised if one of these Larry Jones horses has done what Larry's done in the past and just win for fun out here in the Oaks. And lovely Maria has got the fastest
0: speed rating from her last race, Only Bird at the Wire, who's, I think, a good horse for us to talk about next, has a higher speed rating overall, Uh, had a 107 um, speed rating in February at Gulfstream Park. Uh, Bird at the Wire is another one, Uh, Dale Roman's horse, who uh, obviously the local connection there with Dale Roman's, and he's kind of the local star trainer, I guess, in some ways. Um,
1: Broker Maiden here at Churchill Downs, and uh, so knows her way around. Obviously, Dale Roman's stables here at Churchill, so Bird at the Wire would definitely know this oval, and should be in good shape but i got to go for some real serious money and my my long shot special is shook up okay. shook up is the steve asmussen horse out of tappet current morning line 30 to 1 do not leave this horse off your ticket it comes into the race very very good and the other one i, I'm, I really like is asking for money which uh of course i like to do a lot is ask for money <laughs> but uh asking for money comes into this race very good so as you can see, we've covered quite a few horses, and uh, but Shook Up at 30 to 1 is one that really uh, stands out to me, has the services of Robbie Albrighto, so um, look out for Shook Up. How
0: important do you think it is for those horses that have ran here at Churchill Downs to be on that dirt? Uh, this surface is kind of unique. I mean, uh, it's, there's obviously a lot of the polytracks have gone back to dirt surfaces anyway, but our Dirt here is even a little bit different than all the dirts, I guess, anywhere you go are different. How
1: how important is it though? I think it's huge. You know, I've been listening to a lot of different longtime horsemen talk about this and how shocked they are that these Oaks and Derby horses, especially the Derby horses, they used to come in and really work over the surface for quite a while. Now they're getting shipped in with success, getting shipped in, uh, you know, the week of the the Derby. But if I had one in, in either one of these races, I would get the horse over to Churchill as soon as possible, let them get acclimated, and get them on to the surf because it is a different surface. Now, the big, the big complaint you hear from them is that Churchill changes the surface so much before, so they're saying that the, the, the track that they would train over... It's not the track they run on the race. Exactly, which I, I can't speak to that. I don't know why Churchill would do that. I think weather plays a role in that, but uh, I don't think it's a con- conscious effort, but maybe it is.
0: Well, Bird at the Wire is the only horse in this field that has won here at Churchill Downs, I believe. Uh, we've got several others that have raced here, but Bird the Wire has, uh, is the only one that has the win. Uh, I, I really kind of, I'm liking the Bird the Wire. I'm liking I'm a Chatterbox. I'm liking Condo Commando. Um, my long shot special is, uh, is going to be Sarah Siss, and Ingrid Mason could become the first female trainer to win the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, Sarah Siss had won the honeybee and uh, beat Ocean Wave, one uh, uh, in Keeneland in the fall, beating lovely Maria. Uh, and in her last prep race, had her, just had a really bad trip. And what I like is that you have a, a confident uh, – you're going to get a jockey change here. You're going to get Gary Stevens, who knows his way around this track pretty well. And uh, I don't think Gary Stevens doesn't take a horse if he doesn't think he can win no. the race.
1: No, what, what, to pick up the services of Gary Stevens is huge for Sarah Siss. A sharp humor, Philly. Uh, it looks good. Uh, didn't come in. You know, a lot of these races. You know, so many times we look at the last race out, uh, but you can't do that. When you go back and you look at the results, you'll see where these horses. They don't always fire, and uh, but they have had to have had the uh, the talent at some level to get here. And I think that's a nice long shot. If you had to pick one, Mike. Who would you go with?
0: With my long shot or overall?
1: Overall, number one pick. I think
0: Condo Commando is my overall pick for the, for the Oaks. Uh, the fact that they've already gone the distance at a mile and an eighth, and her last race at a mile and an eighth, she looked like she was still going away. I mean, I think Condo Commando is uh, probably, to me, the horse to watch out here. Uh, but it's also hard for me because,
1: I, like I said, I haven't seen Stellar win. Yeah. So, um, on paper, Stellar wins my selection. Uh, the other one that I'm torn between is Lovely Maria. Uh, I love the name, lovely Maria, but uh, the the performance she had over at the Ashland at Keeneland, which is now dirt, you know, before you would discount all the Keeneland races coming over because of the poly that they had, but now they've got traditional dirt, and you've got to consider that, and that's going to play a role tomorrow, too. For the first time, uh, the Bluegrass is going to be, uh, you know, something that we look at before you just pitched all the Keeneland races.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, especially since they moved the Bluegrass stakes up a week, uh, and they're run, running it on dirt. I, I agree with that. I mean, uh, the bluegrass stakes going to be uh, much more in play. The the fact that stellar win, and I know you're not a huge speed figure guy, um, but the fact that stellar wind is not raced in the triple digits, and we have so many horses in this field that have raced in triple digits, does that concern you at all no, as far as the favorites? Actually, horse?
1: I am. A, I, I, I use the third graph and uh, the third graph actually gives her the best. She she got a one out of the Santa Anita Oaks, which is which is the best figure here. Uh, I love the fact that she's out of curling. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it, the speed is, it depends what speed figure you look at. And as we know, they're all different.
0: Yes, absolutely. What uh, about some of
1: these other races on here? Uh, you know, we've got uh, the Alasheba going, uh, you know, and we've got right on curling in that. Honor Code, uh, Neck and Neck for uh, Ian Wilkes, uh, that's a great race they got ten horses in that, which is really set. Now, that's the eighth today, going to go off at 3.02 p.m. That's a great race. Before that, the seventh, the La Trilene, uh, grade one uh, for older fillies. And uh, My Miss Sophia really, really looks good in and that, that uh, race. My Miss Sophia was in the Oaks last year, is that correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. and we've got uh, nine horses in that. And... Uh, a little horse in that race that uh, kind of makes me smile is uh, three horse sweet whiskey. <laughs> well, I definitely like sweet whiskey. <laughs> so,
0: the uh, and then, of course, you also have the eight bells, which is always a, a great race is, uh, to go on to on top of that. And uh, you know, you're going to come out here, you're going to have a great day, you're going to see uh, names that you recognize not just in the Oaks but in these other races. These horses kind of come back, and uh, and, and again. Very Breeders' Cup-esque with the yes. uh, quality of racing that we have over these next few days. If you are a horse racing purist, you're going to really enjoy it, and I think it's going it's to set up to just be a monster day. The show, uh, we, we, we got another program coming on after us from 10 to 11, and uh, uh, it should be a, a great time. We'll be here tomorrow, yep. 9 to 11, to breaking it. down the derby.
1: Thank you, guys. Have Thank a great you day. very much. Good luck handicapping.